I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Bobby Moore has a Jeff Hurst, the Trevor Brookin and Billy Bones, a Paolo Di Carino, a West Ham United. We celebrate our victories, we stick together in defeat. I'm proud of our history, the West Ham United, more than just a podcast. More than just a podcast. Good evening everyone, welcome to more than just a podcast. 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 Episode uh, 31, we're nearly at the end of the season. Why are you shouting like a town I crier? I don't know. Um, my name is George. I'm with Sean <laughs> in the studio, who is shouting. Sean. Hi, George. I'm with John. Hi, John. Hello. And Reese Jones Hello. is there. Hello. 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 On a Wednesday. On a yeah, Wednesday. you know what. Yeah, ap- After apologies, Saturday, I thought. Apologies for... Uh, the lateness of the podcast. Yeah. Nigel Carr on our Facebook birthdays. group said, Have you forgotten something this week, lads? And until yeah. he mentioned it, I forgot, Oh, yeah. Forgot to do the podcast. Crazy. But we're here now, so don't worry. Yeah, we did We did know, Nigel, honestly. Um, it was, should we start talking about the Newcastle game then? Yeah. Who yeah, could, why not? Who went? Who could be bothered to turn up? Me and Reese went. went. Hey! Oh, hey. And we uh, had so a lovely so what, what did you think, Reese? So we're going to have an interesting debate from... This is going to be a blow-by-blow blow technical... Uh, sorry? Can you take that? Blow-by-blow blow technical oh, blow discussion blow. about the merits of the game. Go, Reese. Terrible. <laughs> it was pretty Period. <laughs> Period. What, are you American? Well, no, I just want to emphasise it a lot for our international listeners. Like Ian McGregor. Yeah. Mm. So, actually, oh, yeah. before the game, go back about rewind... <laughs> That's a <laughs> that was quite <laughs> good. <laughs> so you met one of our previous international fan of we the week. Well, George actually, Decanio Hammer, Ian yeah. McGregor, who's over from Canada, Canada. Vancouver, and uh, he bought you a beer, didn't he? He did, he and did. we in turn bought him one. Yeah, in the Black Lion. Mm. Correct. Yes. Yeah. So were you, was it hands across the ocean? Was it international cooperation and all that? Not. Was it hands across what? Sorry, hands across we didn't the do ocean. do a business deal. We just oh. talked about no. football. <laughs> uh, he was a he was a very nice gentleman. Mm. Yeah, uh, we we chatted for a while, but he had to run about half an hour before kick off to go and pick up his ticket from his cousin's husband, who had driven down from Sheffield. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, he was very nice, and it was nice to engage with the listeners in such a way. Yeah, mm. yeah, because you know, but more of that we're later. still normal people. Yeah, well, we're, we're going to talk about <laughs> the black line. <laughs> Last game of the season later. We'll save that for later, won't we? Oh, oh dear. dear. So the game itself, <laughs> yes, nil come nil. on, Reese. Board come on, draw. Talk about it. <sighs> I don't know. Three, three major events, right, that I would like you to hear about. Oh, right. two people, three people, two people that went. Because Ian's not there's here. There's more than yeah. two people that went. Mm. The, the goal that never was where did it cross the line and, and Winston Reed, uh hooked it away. I don't know. The second one was the shove well, why in don't, why Andy Why don't you Carroll's. go through it? Why don't we answer that first one now? All right, go on then. I think in real time it looked like it was over, mm. personally. And then I've seen it. and it's inconclusive. You can't give it. That's a word I learned mm. over the weekend. Well, I think from one angle, and I put this up, from my stream on, on the Facebook group. I hope we don't get in trouble. Um, and it does seem to just, from the angle, go over the line. But, I mean, there must be yeah, millimetres I've seen it loads it. of times on goals on mm. Sunday and uh, 
Soccer Extra. Which Hawkeye, Hawkeye would definitely yeah, would have given that. Yeah, that's the whole point yeah. of it. All right, second question. Two penalty shouts for West Ham. One against Vaz Tay, one against Andy Carroll. Valid? Oh, 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 oh. I think we must Andy have missed Carroll. the first one. I don't remember the you first have been one. drinking. Quite no, a bit. I think we were down getting a beer. Yeah. And second half was at the other end, so I couldn't quite see. Mm. Great. Yeah. <laughs> Atmosphere was good. Yeah. Not many not many Newcastle fans though. Well, it did seem they, they filled up their allocation though. Not you many. can see that on my stream. Yeah. Just a very boring game. It seemed like both teams had kind of settled. I had a point. bit of a problem actually. Abu Dhabi TV my stream moved its domain name at the right last minute and I had to rely on another stream provider <sighs> from what used to be live online footy to mm-hmm. move to my high definition stream. It was it was mayhem, I can you tell you now. First world pains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, game itself, 51% possession to us, 49 to Newcastle. Nothing in it. West Ham had nine shots, three on target. Newcastle had 11 with six on target. Poor, so poor, poor. Nothing in it. But Newcastle dominated in terms of shots. Somebody said on a blog, he wondered whether Andy Carroll's heart was in it. I thought Andy he Carroll was our best player. Whether oh, I said, "Ah, oh, wow. wow!" You know, where's that come if from? If he'd scored the goal <laughs> that put Newcastle down, whether we'd ever forget. Bruce was singing bubbles, by the way. I was singing bubbles. Yeah, why well, you should do? He did. Send out a thing, thank God for beer or something. <laughs> yeah. One of your tweets or something. You and Kevin out. Nolan. Well, Reese is back on Twitter, by I'm the way. Back. Yeah, I see yeah, that. I'm back. Kevin Nolan's obviously ex Newcastle. I didn't think Sam Allardyce. There was a lot of connections. I don't think Newcastle. Nolan has got a massive soft spot for Newcastle. I don't think Allardyce has. I can see no, Carol, Carol might have. Carol, Carol should do because he came up, brought up. He still did all right, though. Long balls, West Ham 62, Newcastle United 69. Oh, long ball merchants. Newcastle would renowned long, long ball, ball merchants. merchants. Mm. My campaign to show that the most teams play more long balls than us. Mm. It's working, Sean. <laughs> it is. I don't, it is. I, I only think we play a lot of long balls, don't get me wrong. I don't think it's once, though, West Ham have had more. However, it's there is often. an argument that somebody has but said to me. Yeah, yeah the other team, we yeah. haven't got. I can't really is, remember. but other teams pass in accuracy. Is better. Ah, see, that's where you need a. Yeah, I've got another stat which I'll add next week, which is the par- passing accuracy of over 30 it's easy yards. Easy for you to say. Yeah. Mm. Most long balls, George? No, it wasn't me. It was Gary O'Neill. With eight. <laughs> it was. Eight. And Fabrizio Colaccini had 10 for Newcastle. Oh, long so. ball merchant. Their players played more long balls than ours. Seven more long ball mm. merchants. Player ratings. Winston Reid topped the charts. Player player awards tonight. Yeah, He's he got is. to be favourite to get yeah. player of the year. Yeah, I was just going to start looking at Twitter on that, but uh, James Reed's going to win it. James Collins second, Matt Jarvis I third. I thought Jarvis was man of the match. Jarvis had a good game. Yeah, fair I play Jarvis to him. He's good. starting a. I think they're starting to form a partnership. Him and Carroll finally, yeah. wherever he stay. I got some information on that, but Ooh. I'm going to save that for later about transfers don't oh, don't forget you? Yeah. I don't like. that, well, that will interest a lot it's yeah. not the Nathan yeah. where have you transfer got it from? rumor is it uh, from I'd searched it out from online sources probably. if it's just from Twitter everyone no 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 no, no 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 it, it's about it's about the new laws on financial fair play oh yeah well so, we have covered that in the later. previous no podcast. but there's a new development oh exciting big one can't Stay watch. tuned for later when Reese talks about financial fair play on the Premier League soccer Bottom of the tables for player ratings. Matt Taylor. <laughs> he what, was shocking. I mean, what? What? Why? I, I don't know why. What world are you in? <laughs> Do you <laughs> practice <laughs> You are a complete and utter knob. <laughs> <laughs> you really are. Oh, uh, God. Anyway. Matt Taylor, bottom of the charts. Yeah. Ricardo Vazte, second bottom. Mm. Kevin Nolan, third I from bottom. I thought Nolan weren't bad. I wouldn't have thought he was that Rick bad. Well, there will be a theme. I asked the question earlier, which three people would you like to keep? Top three people like to keep and which we'd like to get rid of. And I tell you what, the bottom three are going to figure quite a lot in the ones. Nolan's not. Nolan's not, but the others are. Let's listen Yaski to... Yaski Yaskielaskalina, I think, will get runner-up, by the way, of Hammer of oh, the I'm Year. I'm not sure tonight. about that. Maybe Yussi Yaskalina. Yussi Yaskalina. He might. Yaski. Is that his brother? And I think that he'll also get save of the season. 
Probably, well, yeah, because yeah, he's the only one nominated. Yeah, <laughs> Although Winston Reed should be nominated. He, that's what that someone same. said earlier. Well, our fan of the week said that. But oh, you notice it. the gaffer didn't speak this week, so I can't say. Let's listen to what the gaffer well, had to say. Well, he was on goals on Sunday. But you can say. Let's listen to what the assistant gaffer had to say. A good point, that? Yes, of course. Every point in the Premiership was very, very good. And with us being the newly promoted team, we're trying to get as many points on board as we possibly can. And um, slightly disappointed towards the end where we, we, we couldn't finish off a couple of chances, but uh, we've, we'll certainly take another point towards the uh, points total that we're looking for. Didn't really get going in the first half, West Ham, but second half, you threw everything at Rob Elliott's goal. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we, we weren't free-flowing and uh, didn't play as, as well as what we have done in the past at home, but um, the boys stick at it and uh, they certainly don't give up and they, they keep on trying to win games. And uh, we've had a few chances towards the end. Unfortunately, we, we couldn't take them, but we're nice and solid at the back. So, you know, there's a little bit of a compromise there with uh, not conceding, but hopefully, you know, with a few chances over the next couple of games coming, that we can stick the ball in the back of the net. It's very rare of late for West Ham to fail to score in front of their supporters. It is. I think it's only happened once this season against Manchester City. So, um, you know, we, we do put the ball in the box. We do create chances for, for each individual. And unfortunately, we didn't take them today. Big game for Newcastle, of course, after letting in six last week against Liverpool. Did you feel that they would be much sharper defensively today? Well, I thought they would be a lot more tighter, of course, when you concede that many goals, and especially at home. They probably had a good week on the training ground, trying to be more organised and more compact. And I think that showed. They're still trying to play the football and cause us a few problems, but I thought we were quite solid and limited them, I suppose, to a few chances. But um, as I say, we're, we're slightly disappointed with the last 15, 20 minutes where we've created chances and we haven't stuck it in the back of the net. The big talking point uh, in the studio will be Papi Cisse's efforts. Uh, Winston Reid absolutely adamant that he kept it out? Yes, of course. Um, you know, he's, he's made a really good run. He's made some quite clever runs first half and caused us a few problems. And, um, you know, he's got a pass juicy, but uh, we're here to defend properly. And uh, that's what Winston's done. He's cleared it off the line, so it's helped us keep a, a clean sheet. There's a, real mo- there's a real bottleneck towards the foot of the Premier League table. It'd just be great from a West Ham point of view to look down and say it doesn't involve us. It's great, yes. Um, you know, it's, it's, it, we haven't really been in that situation all season. And uh, we, I think we've, the lowest we've been is probably 13. So uh, that's, that's a fantastic season for us, as I say, with being a newly promoted team in the Barclays Premier League. So um, we look forward to the next two games, trying to put more points on the board and um, trying to score more goals. You remain on course for a top ten finish. What would that mean after promotion? Well, I think that would be outstanding, and uh, I'm sure the manager will be considered for manager of the season if he does. Oh, a controversial ending there. Yeah. Would you put Sam Allardyce as manager of the season? I don't think after what happened earlier. Why? What, what happened, happened earlier? earlier? What? We're with Fergie. He's not going to get manager of the season. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, yeah, true. that's true. true. Fergie's going to be manager. Of the season. I don't think. But to be fair, I don't think it was up for him before <laughs> then either. Fair, no. You know, yeah, we finished tenth. Well done, manager of the season. I mean, he has done well. We didn't expect to be. Top ten finish. Uh, I'm not sure. I quite saw it Could the way that um, we were unlucky. He's sort of saying that we did better second half, and you know we were unlucky not to win it. Um, but I suppose as Sam would say, we've got to respect the point. Points a point. You know, we're mathematically safe, aren't we now? We're what? Mathematically safe. Yes, well, we are. We, we are. We because were. Oh, no, no, we weren't. Until Wigan lost last night. No, we were before. No, apparently there was a still a mathematically equation no, there wasn't. that could do it. Well, that's what someone told me, and I believe them. No, it's not true. Well, David Gold tweeted that we were mathematically safe because Sam he's good at maths. I thought if someone won fifty-seven nil, then they could still mm. win. Anyway, let's move on, Sean. But why was Neil doing the interview? Because Sam Allardyce didn't want to face the press asking him loads of questions about his old club. Oh, I think it was just, you know, bigging up the assistant manager and it's your turn, a little bit of charity. You know, everyone likes to do a little bit of work for charity. Charity? So, uh, I found you go? should we go fan of the week? We did find a fan of the week, yeah. Mm. I found it, I was a little bit disorganised, found one earlier this morning, had a shout out. And the editor of the Swindon Advertiser um, came to my rescue. That's handy. That, that, it's not the first time that's happened either, is it, Sean? Well, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> organised, really organised. So this is this fan is of the week. professional, this stuff. It, it is. Just it is. Yeah. Gary Lawrence. Yeah. Well done, you pronounced it correctly. It's not How very hard. It? Why, it did you pronounce it wrong? <laughs> no, I did it you sure? correctly, yeah. And he's so if he's, from, if he's from Oxford, why is he why is he the Swindon advertiser? Ah, he'll tell you on the interview. Oh. Let's listen to Gary. Yeah, that was clever. 
and we welcome to more than just a podcast. He's our fan of the week. It's Gary Lawrence. Hi, Gary. Hi, Sean. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm very good. A very easy name to pronounce on for me, one that I can't get wrong this week. <laughs> I'm sure many people do. I've been called all kinds of stuff. So, Gary, uh, you answered the plea because uh, it's been a bank holiday week this week. Uh, I haven't been very organised, been out in the sun and everything else. Uh, and you answered a plea. Uh, I understand you live in Oxford. You work in Swindon. That's right, uh, But you were there on uh, at the bowling ground on, on Saturday watching Newcastle. I'm sad to say, yes, I was. So let's start beforehand, uh, just finding out a bit of the background. Live in Oxford, work in Swindon. Mm-hmm, that's How's right. the West Ham connection coming? Well, in? I grew up in Chelmsford, uh, born in Tilbury, grew up in Chelmsford, so my, my uncle started taking me back when I was about eight, so I've been going ever since, so supporting them through thin and thin, and um, yeah, couldn't, couldn't imagine every other Saturday being without a trip to Upton Park. So are you a season ticket holder? I am, or yes, in the Bobby Moore upper. Bobby Moore upper. Okay. And Swindon? Yes, Where well, Swindon I've, I kind of wound up at Swindon um, for various other jobs, but you know, I've been here f- um, in Wiltshire for oh, nearly 15 years now. So um, I've been at the Amber, um for about three years. But I've certainly right, been here. you're the editor. Are you an important job? Editor of the Swindon Advertiser. That's it, I am. And I've been here throughout the rain, short and turbulent rain of one Mr. DeCanio, so we've seen so him come. How get on to that? Did you, did you get to interview the man and, and cover some of the the games? I'm sure an editor wouldn't stoop so low. No, to we, don't, we don't sully our hands with that kind of stuff. But no, I've, I've, I did, <laughs> and I did um, muscle in on, on one or two press conferences and I came, went down to meet Paolo a couple of times over a couple of jobs we were doing, things, initiative, fan initiatives we were doing with the club. So... I did shamelessly use my position to go and, and meet the great man and get a couple of autographs and things signed, yes. And what's your view of him? Are you in the camp of he's, he could be a future manager after he's finished at, at Sunderland? I really don't think we should allow him anywhere near Upton Park, to be honest. I mean, he, <laughs> he, well, of course, he probably won't be near Upton Park, but the, the answer is will he, it might be the Olympic Stadium, no, but that's another story. Still too but close. No, we, don't want to, we don't want to have him anywhere near West Ham. No, he's, a, he's an absolute playing legend and I'd hate to see him come along and sully that, that, that legend status by um, taking the reins at West Ham because he's 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 a one-man um, trouble outfit and he caused absolute mayhem at Swindon a lot of stuff behind the scenes you know that probably haven't really reached the public eye you know people he fell out with the way he treated players and stuff and I mean it would be really interesting to see what happens at Sunderland. I know he's kind of his, his star is on the ascendancy at the moment because of well, the yeah, results, they're not quite safe yet. Are no, they? exactly. But, and um, already, there's, you know, there's, uh, yeah, there's a there's we didn't did them a favour last night by losing, I guess. And exactly. We're yeah. the ones under pressure, so we might get through. And he, even uh, Newcastle might survive. Yeah, um, no, I think I Sunderland will definitely be safe. I think they'll be okay. I think those, those back-to-back wins probably save their season, but. I, he he's going back to the Kenya. He's he's trouble with the capital T, and I think yeah he he does it his way or hits the highway, you know. So I think yeah, I I think it would be it, it it sounds romantic to him to come back, but I think he wouldn't last very oh. long. I mean, people are saying the similar thing about you know with the the, the vacancy with uh, at Man United with Fergie retiring today, and uh, you know that you know the people have been talking about Jose Mourinho, mm. but of course. He may be very short-lived. They've called him an adventurer. Um, That's right. And, and that's probably, why yeah. the money's on David Moyes to be the long-term stable option for mm. Man United. Well, I think, you know, you, perhaps you could call him you know, a troubleshooter or maybe a trouble starter. But I think, you know, as a journalist, he's a fantastic manager to have in your patch because oh, he's yeah. just, you know, he's, every day's another headline, you know, and you look back at what happened in Swindon in the 18 months or so he was there, you know, like kicking players, things he said, attacking his own youth set-up. You know, sacking his own chairman, all kinds of stuff, and he was brilliant. But yeah, you, know, you wouldn't want him at your own football club. You really wouldn't want to see that kind of because he you know, there's a feeding frenzy around him, and yeah, you know, most of the negatives around uh, 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 around him are in the press, you know, and he does attract difficult headlines. And I think you know, he would be yeah. it would be trouble for us. Yes. Anyway, enough of Paolo. Enough of Swindon. Let's move back to the East End. Uh, you were at the game. Unfortunately, I wasn't. It's my daughter's tenth birthday on Saturday. Uh, so I sold my ticket on via GoGo, but you you were there in the Bobby Moore upper. 
board draw. Tell me about the game. Was, well, we, we'd already we'd obviously decided to pack and go on holiday, I think. And I think it was, you know, we've all season we've had um, bad first halves, I think, you know, and, and we've gone back in at half time and Sam has said stuff and we've come out in the second half and been a different team. And although on Saturday we, we did come back out and I think we played better. Um, it was it was pretty inept from start to finish, I and mean, there was a period of about what seemed like 20 minutes where we would give the ball away to Newcastle and they'd give it away back to us again, and, and you know, neither side really deserved to, to win, and neither side deserved any other game. It was just it was atrocious, I think. And we we had the better chances overall, I think, even though Newcastle almost had the ball in the net. I think we had you know, on the balance of play, we were probably the better team, but you know, a, a decent side that day would have would have given us a, a, a good beating, I think. I think. Newcastle were were pretty obviously low on confidence after their two really bad defeats, and we met them on a day where we should really have taken them apart. But I think they also should have got something out of us and a better team. Well, they? yeah, I think they were playing it safe, and and the point suited them better. Well, I think, yeah, they were they were um, hell bent on keeping a clean sheet. I think because you know having yeah. been lost nine goals in two games, I think they were definitely um, worried about yeah you know, more damage to their goal difference, which I think will be crucial come next week. But yeah, they, if they if they'd gone at us, if they'd done anything like any, gone and gone for us, I think they would definitely have won. You know, but yeah. and similarly, you know, if we played anything like we have, even against Wigan, which was was, was below par, even if we played that well, I think we we'd have won comfortably. But it seems, you know, I think Sam, as you will say, respect the point. We've got something else on the board. We're forty-three points now, I think. So you know, we're we're looking like we're we're mathematically safe. Just about, I think. I think. We had to yeah. be a bizarre combination of goals and results, I think, for us to be in trouble now. And I think I thought after last night we were mathematically safe. I think we probably are, actually. Yeah, I haven't, haven't looked at the league table again this morning, but I think yeah. we probably are, which is good because we can start planning. Yeah. And, you know, we're looking at strengthening what we all over. So, so we'll we come on to Sam on whether we're a fan of Sam in a minute. But before we do that, two controversial decisions during the game. The first one was, did the ball cross the line with, the, um, with Winston Reid hooking it out? Um, Many said no to begin with, and you watch the replay from a different angle. Yeah, well, hard to tell. Well, there were two. There were two stills, weren't there, or two sort of close-ups. One on both of the match today, and, and one seems to suggest the ball was in, and one seems to suggest it wasn't. So, yeah, I think the liner had a pretty good view of it, even though he did a swan dive at the end of, the, of that view. But he was upright long enough to see the fact. I think the ball stayed out. So, um, I don't, I mean, well, Hawkeye will be here next season, so yeah. there won't be any like this in the future. The other one which wasn't reported as much, was the Andy Carroll, where he shoved in in the back. Um, yeah, there were two good penalty shots, I think, that, we had. Um, both shoves in the penalty area, and I think I think the other one was on Vaz Tay, and uh, Dowd waved both of them away, and I think, you know, you, you've seen them given, you know, and you've seen them not given plenty of time, so it's like, it's, you know, I think at least one of them should have been a penalty, I think. Yeah. Anyway, uh as you say, not a lot to play from our side. Maybe they went on holiday. Mm. Uh, I'm, I'm not too bad. I missed that one, but I got £40 from Viago Go. Thanks very much. Well, a, you the, you probably got the best result out of all of us on the day. There was actually one yeah. other incident in the game that wasn't reported at all, which I think uh, a few of us in where I was sitting were talking about. It was in the first half when um, Gutierrez, the, the guy with the ponytail, went down during we were attacking and he went down clutching his leg. So and this thing, you know, where the referee eventually stops play because he's lying in the penalty area. I did see that. Yeah, and then I was watching on stream. Referee yeah. stops playing. As soon as he stops playing, he springs up and walks off like there's nothing wrong with it. I think. Yeah, the, the whole crowd jeered him. Oh, it was, I a, did see it was atrocious, and I think he should have been booked for generally because Okay, you've seen that creeping a few times now, and that, but that was the most blatant use of it I've seen. That's the most, you know, it's the most cynical application of that tactic I've seen to actually stop the game when we were on the attack. And he knew exactly what he was doing. He was laying there, clutching his leg. And yeah. so the second the whistle went, he was up and sprinting back up to the top of the field. And yeah, two or three of the players, our players, challenged him on the way up, and he weighed them away. And he obviously knew what he'd done. And it's, I think that's that's got to be that's got to be clamped down on because it is really cynical. It's a terrible advert for our game. It is, yeah. No, I agree. So let's let's talk about the manager. Big Sam said, when we're mathematically safe, he signed a new contract. Uh, said to be three years now. Now the papers saying two years. Two, I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Would you sign him? Would you? Well, what, what contract would you do? Are you are you a fan of his now? Well, when he was first mooted as um, a manager, I think before 
even I think going back to when Curviously um, was appointed or, or when Avram Grant was appointed, you know, the reaction, reaction was we don't want him at our club because he's you know, because of negative long ball perception that all people that you know, all fans of clubs he doesn't manage have. Um, and then obviously we found ourselves back in the championship and he was mooted again and we actually thought, well, he's the man to get him out because it's such a difficult decision, difficult division to get out of. And I think he did he did exactly what was asked of him. He got us out, he's made us safe, he's probably got us to around mid-table, 10th, 11th, I think we'll finish. Yeah. I don't think you could ask any any more of anyone else to do. I think he's done, he's done you know, exactly what we wanted him to do. Yeah. Whether we, we can go on and, and develop from here, who knows? And I think we've got to give him the chance to do that. I mean, he's... He's obviously picked well, that's not, is it, you know, the only, the only problem may be that... How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. And United come knocking uh, as their <clears throat> new manager, and, and then Jose Mourinho comes to us. Well, that's obviously that would be that would be Plan B, wouldn't it? Although, <laughs> although knowing yeah. us, we probably get Steve McLaren rather than um, Jose Mourinho. But I think if we, could, yeah. but I think he he he's obviously going to stay, and he's obviously yeah. going to get a chance to to build up, and and maybe yeah, he's picked a system that he knows works for him. He's he's played it everywhere. He's been a manager, and he picks players to fit into that system. So you would say that that's probably would do that. I mean, he's had a lot of criticism for being you know. a Route one negative, but you know he's signed Joe Cole, he signed Vaz and he signed Matt Jarvis, so he has got um, a capacity to sign flair players. You know, and I, I hear today we we're talking to Nathan Redmond at, at Birmingham, who's another skillful wide player. So you know, maybe maybe he's going to change his spots a little bit. Maybe he's going to continue to do that buying flair players. Although what he really needs to, I think, is, is buy some fullbacks. So. Yeah, no, we've given uh, Jarvis a lot of grief about you know being a flair player, and uh, but I do I do think he's getting there now. Well, Suddenly, yeah. Jarvis is starting to pick up and and show his value. Mm. Uh, not quite sure the the ten point seven five, or I think we're up to fifteen million on the podcast now. <laughs> but um, you know, it's uh, he's starting to show some promise. Mm. I think. Unfortunately, you, you tend to have to pay more for English players, don't you? It's, it's... Yeah. And yeah, we we probably did pay slightly over the odds for him, but I think you know he's he's more than justified. I think the faith in him. I I, I really like Matt Jarvis. I think he's you know he, he really wastes an opportunity to cross the ball, which I think is great. You know, left or right right side is he's he's great at digging out and getting the ball in. And, and he there's very very few times when he's wide with the ball near their penalty area where he doesn't get across him, which I think is all you can ask of him. Yeah. Well, let's move on to your your player of the year because it's obviously voting time. I don't know if you've voted yet. Yet yes, I, I have, have done yes. my vote. Yes. Who, who's your money I went on? For who's, Winston who Reed you vote? because I, you know, which is you know, 
hardly a surprise, not, not exactly a shot choice, but he's grown. I mean, I remember when he first started, I think we played him at fullback a couple of times and he, he looks woefully out of, out of um, sorts, out of, he looks out, out of his depth a little bit. And then we had a season of the championship where he grew and grew alongside Tompkins. And this season, I think he's had Collins to kind of steer him through the the return to the Premiership, and he's been, oh, I mean, just he's been awesome. I think he's. You know, I can't remember him having a bad game, and he's he's come up against some top strikers, and I think he's he's marked them all really well. I mean, yeah, I no, he's been he's been solid. I still think it's going to be quite close. There's a lot of other people out there that have put in some good. Momo De Army as as well on on certainly the first half of the season. He's starting to come good again. Yeah, so. I love the army, but uh, it worries me that he doesn't play for 90 minutes. And uh, yeah, I think he's and he turns it on. It's a big team, but he doesn't. And I'm a big fan of Yassi as well. And I, I, you know, there's one thing I can guarantee: the Yaski Yaska line and will get save of the season. Yeah, <laughs> I, I always love well, this. Well, maybe like maybe Winston Reid is there after Saturday, but yeah, well that that's it. Yeah, you, you always have save of the season, and uh, you know it's Robert Green, Robert Green yeah. versus Robert Green. So yeah, I mean Yass has done a, a it's been a great. We said only ever have one keeper worthy of a place in the side at yeah. a time, don't we? So it's not difficult, but he's been so, great. I mean, I think he's he, he two or three games. I think some of the saves. I mean, the home game against Man United. I thought you know, the save from Van Persie's <coughs> header was terrific. I think you know, he he's had a, a couple of dodgy spells, and he actually thought one stage maybe he's feeling his age a little bit. But I think he's come through that, and I'm sure he'll be there next season. Anyway, before we move on to the Everton game, uh, we're coming to the end of the season. Three players you would like to see go at the end of the season. Matt Taylor, I think, has, has had his time here. I think he's, he's um, Pogatets. I'd be quite happy to um, pay the rail fare myself to get him back across to Europe. Wouldn't waste airfare on him, but certainly buy his rail fare for him. And the third, I don't think there's anyone else I would actually look at the squad that we definitely need uh, or must get rid of. I think uh, we need a, we need a squad. I think that's shown that that terrible time around Christmas this year that we do need a squad. And um, when you get two or three injuries, we seem to struggle. I mean that. I suppose. Um, Where do you sit Boyega. on the Carlton Cole debate? Sorry, say that again. Where do you sit on the Carlton Cole debate? Well, I, just, I look at him and think, well, okay, if you're going to get rid of him, you're going to sell him. Who are you going to buy to replace him? Because you, you need another striker that's going to be probably happy to sit on the bench for two thirds of the season, yeah. and that you know he's going to play in the sound system and be able to hold the ball up. And I think you'd have to spend an awful lot more money than it would cost to re-sign Carlton Cole to replace him and you know, he's not that old he's still got uh, two or three yeah. seasons left in him well I assume Mager's going to go I don't know what happened there but that was Sam's choice well it really hasn't featured no, and, and I mean, one would hope we would get some money back on him you wonder sometimes actually what what he looked at before he signed him the same with Bulldog and Maynard he, he, he brings yeah. his players in and he seems to think hang on this isn't what I wanted and you think well you must have seen him play you must have at least had a scouting report on them because you know, they're not suddenly turning into something completely different surely they yeah, well, YouTube, I would imagine now. He sits there on his laptop looking at YouTube, and of course, mm. we all know that even Heskey looks good on well, YouTube. Well, exactly, yeah. I think, but you know, Mega, you can't really say he isn't he isn't succeeded at West Ham because he hasn't really had a chance. You know, he's. I mean, I think he'll live on in the memory because of the goal he got against Chelsea and that lovely goal he scored against Southampton. So, I think yeah. it's just a shame. I think that he wasn't able to play, and I think perhaps he's a player that needs to play alongside a striker rather than have a role on his own or be stuck out wide. And I think. We never really gave him that opportunity, did we? Yeah, no, we didn't. Final question. We've got uh, Everton at the weekend. Whether David Moyes will be uh, uh, the new, announced as a new manager before then, who knows? But I, I'm hearing rumours that the Man United uh, will want to calm nerves of the stock exchange before the New York Stock Exchange opens. Who knows? Yeah, before, I've just, I've just um, seen on Sky that they're saying he's in pole position to be announced. So perhaps they will, which is possibly means it's a Do good you think time. that might destabilise them? It's always been a tough game up yeah, there. Yeah, we haven't done great every year, have we? I mean, I, I, can't, I think probably the game with Elan equaliser was the last time that we actually got a result there. I think um, I would say that um, if Moises announces going, then it, it, it could be a good time to play them. But then again, it's yeah. Everton. They seem to get a result against us, whether they've got injury crisis so or not. So. Prediction. Um, I think it'll probably be uh, a 2-1 loss, I should think. Right. 
and Reading last day of the season, big party. Oh, got to get uh, in. They've got I mean, well, we'd love nothing more, maybe, than to, to send them down with a, with a tonk in it and just have a great energy. Well, they're already down. Um, yeah, so. but I mean, to send them on their way from the Premiership, say, right, see you later, and give them a, a, a good beating. But again, they just seem to have the Indian side over us. And, you know, apart from the old narrow squeak here and there, we'd, we'd never really give them a good beating. So I would I would love to see us beat them 2 or 3 now. But, they played really well at Fulham last weekend, and you know we do have we do have if we play like we did against Newcastle or even against Reading, then it's gonna be difficult. But I mean that's 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 in the sunshine, nice three 0 victory that'd be great. Excellent. Well, uh, thank you for being our West Ham fan of the week. It's a tremendous uh, honour, Sean. Thank you very much. Um, if people want to follow you on Twitter, your Twitter handle is uh, Gazaloz, G A W Z A L O Z. Okay. Thanks, Gary. All the best. Cheers, Sean. All right. Bye. Thanks, Gary. Gary Lawrence there yeah. from Oxford. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? It about is. About why he works in Swindon yeah. and lives in Oxford. There you go. Good interview, But um, also, Gary, um, George is looking for a job in the media. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, he currently job works work. in ITV, but he is looking... At. He is look at ITV, but he is looking for a job in the media. So sports journalist would do him very nicely, wouldn't it? Mm. But I have no qualifications to be a sports journalist. And you don't want to travel to Swindon? No, but surely you can work from yeah. home. Sean has a text. Sean, is that your phone going off? It was, but you won't be able to hear it on this podcast. Oh, everyone knows did. that now. Yeah. Stitched you up, Sean. Yeah. So now it's time for this. <laughs> Yes, it is. And uh, we were just looking at all our new likes on Facebook and it turns out Reese doesn't even like yeah. the page. Well, I don't like to plug the show myself, which come <laughs> out even worse. <laughs> thanks, <laughs> so, thanks yeah. Reese. Yeah. yeah, no, we are getting a bit more. We put up little pictures. We've got a picture of Reese in, in, uh, in You've Been Framed this no. week. Oh, yeah, it was fun. And uh, there's a picture of Gary, our fan of the week, on Facebook. And <laughs> Everyone rush on and have a look. Well, one of the things I've put up, I've been putting more up, the whole game, if you didn't see the game, and I bet you didn't see the whole, no, you saw the whole game. Yes, I did. But John <laughs> didn't. I found a me. website that replays the whole game, and that's a link on there. Is that legal? Well, I'm not breaking <laughs> the law. It's a link to another country. And I put a replay of the Winston Reed instant straight on there at half time, and that got about that got about five hundred views in 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 a matter of minutes. C R A Z Y. How do you get five hundred views but no more likes? Then how does that all work? Because people, people share it and people share it, but they don't have to on like it. 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 Comes up in people's oh, right. news feeds, and people just push play. I, you yeah. seem to be doing quite a lot of effort on that thing, Sean. I, I must do. say, yeah. yeah, well done. It's not hard for him though, because he's got this little thing on his phone where he just. Text a number and everything goes up or whatever. Yeah, that's right. But I'm into technology. Anyway, Facebook and Twitter are Christian time. On the podcast group, it says, no podcast on Monday or Tuesday this week, but we'll be back recording our weekly West Ham podcast on Wednesday, which Which is is today, today. which is now. In the meantime, send us any comments in for tomorrow. What do you expect to Everton? Rowan Verster says, how about a mention on your podcast to all the Olas Hammers? Overland and Sea Hammers, yeah. Our international hammers, I assume you... I think he's not talking about but all the people that write in the magazine. He's talking about Overland and Sea. Hello, all our Overland and yeah, Sea hello. Hammers. Hello, overseas hammers. He says, thanks Good for morning, all the great you, podcasts. That's all right. That's all right. That's going to give us a boost for the rest of the show. We all would love the three points, but it's going to be a tough match. They will lie a Euro spot. <laughs> we have performed good against bigger teams. Sadly, our away form... Ain't that great this season. I fancy us nicking three points at the very end. Final score 2-1 for the Mighty Hammers. All the way from South Africa. Keep up the good work. Come on, you irons. Isn't that a nice comment? It is. Yeah, it cheers. Is. Thank cheers. you, Rowan. We're Ro- breaking Ro- into Rohan. new territories in South Africa now. Rohan. Rohan or Rowan? Rohan. We haven't had a fan of the week from Rowan. South Africa, so maybe we can uh, knock him up. Uh, he Do says... What? Just scary. What? Are you? Move on. <laughs> uh, just move on. Keep going. I oh, just done another what world. Trying to just sit out these days. Uh, maybe we can just knock him up. Uh, I mean, look him up. I didn't mean <laughs> knock him up. Oh, dear. God. Michael Johnson says, "Hi guys. I reckon Everton oh, will be a tricky game. They're six points ahead of Liverpool with two games to play for that sixth spot. So I can't see them easing up against us. 
We have been playing well though, so I think we'll draw up there with a win against Reading in the last game. And then Rowan says, P.S. No Anthony Taylor this time. Who's Anthony Taylor? I don't know who Anthony Taylor is. Might have got the I wrong. didn't get that. No. Uh, I want to ask a question though. If Graham Moyes, Graham Moyes, if David <laughs> Moyes, Graham Moyes, God. Had, has announced <laughs> that he's going Moyes. to Manchester United. Graham. <laughs> I used to work with someone called Graham Moyes. That's why. <laughs> right. uh, if David Moyes has been announced as a new manager of Manchester United, which what does he that hasn't do? Been. But before we play, but what yeah, does that do to the Sunday. team? Apparently, they want to announce it soon to settle this, stock uh, the uh, stock exchange in, in uh, New York. Day or two. Well, it would be a good time to play them. Yeah, you could, it could have an effect one way or the other. You don't know, do you? Yeah. But, you know, I, I, we historically don't do brilliantly. There was another question I asked. George. I think Graham Moyes is bang on for it, though, to be fair. I don't think Jose's got looking. No. No, which three yeah. players would you like to get rid of and which three players are your priority to keep? We should ask people here as well what's, that question. Yeah, what's John's? John's always very opinionated on yeah. these. Oh, which three really? to go? Oh. What three, three would you like to go? go? The biggest, not because you might want lots to go and lots to stay, but your top three on um, each category. No, I, I've, I would. There's a few in there that is, I would class Just say as three. championship. Oh, I, I don't know Vastay. Yep. I'd like to see. I mean, I, I like Vastay, and he's hot and cold and whatever, whatever. But you know, we need to move on, leave him behind. Um, <laughs> I know. Probably Gary O'Neill, but I, I think he does a job. Um, I, 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 I wouldn't. I wouldn't be too disappointed to see Nolan. Controversial. Controversial Three to say, top three. So, which three do you think we have to keep these three? Uh, Winston. Yeah. Got to keep Winston. Um, uh, Diarmi, if he picked up his his form. And Carroll, probably. Yeah. Mine are similar, but I I would like, I would like Carroll, um... Well, to go, we didn't mention Carlton oh, this Cole. Is, this is fun, isn't it? Carlton Cole oh, to go. We should already thought this through before. And Taylor. Stay, Carroll, Noble and Winston Reid. For me, go Vazte, Cole and O'Neill. See, I forgot about Cole. I completely yeah. forgot about Cole. Mm. I would have started with him. <laughs> Ruth? I'd say Cole, uh, Vazte and Taylor. Yeah. Yep. Very similar. Right. Leon Hyde say? wants Taylor Vazte Cole to go. He wants Carol O'Neill and Rob Hall to stay. Actually, Rob, Rob Hall's Hall a good shout a good because show, he yeah. needs to resign. Did you yeah. watch that Google Hangout? Yes. That's good, wasn't it? It was good. That was on the Facebook group as well, by It the way. was on the Facebook. Go on facebook.com forward slash Monitors Podcast and watch Big Sam's Google, Google Hangout yeah. with yeah. three West Ham fans and one Liverpool fan. Yeah. And Paul McCarthy, journalist. Yeah. Um, it. It's very good. Kent Hammers say that they want the collective, Vazte, O'Neill and Taylor to go and they must keep Diarmi and Carroll. Paul Johnson wants O'Neill, Nolan and Vazte to go. Mark Wolfe wants Vazte, Maiga and Taylor and Cole, Carlton to go and keep Carroll and Diarmi. Mark Hagen wants Cole to go. Uh, Vazte, thanks for the memories. And Jarvis, 17 million from Moyes at Man U Shited. Oh. Or, uh, that's an idea. Great, for great, million also known as Graham Moyes. Graham Moyes, yeah. Mark Withenshaw wants O'Neill, O'Brien, and Demel to go and then give Wellington a run out as he is mustered in the development team. No, yeah, but we've had this conversation. Mark Wolf says, I bet we end up with Jelovic. <laughs> 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 Andy WHUFC Gunning says, Get rid of O'Neill, Vazte, and O'Brien, but keep Carol Diarmi and Noble. Noble's not going anywhere. Mm. Luke Hyde. Leon's brother yeah I think so says really don't understand why people are saying get rid of O'Brien do you even go and watch West Ham he's been great for us and so has O'Neill in the last 10 yeah, games great O'Brien keep yeah, Carol like the O'Brien. army get well, rid of Taylor and Pogatetz no one says Pogatetz but he's on loan he's not going to say Joey O'Brien most accurate passer on um, he's a good player yeah, I wouldn't be surprised yeah he's steady 
93 percent or something like that he should get some kind of most improved player award yeah. or something tonight. <laughs> imagine that yeah john <laughs> will win, john will wake up certificate as he's walking out the grocery in the hotel john standing do they not give one a most improved player because they don't professionals hang on we should have we should have a more than just a podcast certificate right that we make up we should do more than just podcast awards next week no, and we actually send it to the players. We send it to the club. <laughs> they award it in a frame, like one of those frames you used to get from Woolworths. I can design a certificate. And, and say, here's a more car, more than just a podcast. <laughs> or a more car, or a more cast, yeah. Jerry I think I think he's done really well this year. And Adam Rice Lodge says, get rid of Taylor, Miger and Diara. Keep Carol, Diarmi and Reed. Mm, yeah. so, thank you, everyone, for Did, did you hear just a, just a slight... Um, Diversion. Last night they had the uh, Mitchell Cole game that we yes, won. Yes, I did. That was really cool. Seven three. They put seven four. Seven four. They put um, Ginger up front <laughs> and he scored. Did you see that? Yeah, they put Jarvis they put got a, two, didn't he? Jarvis got two. Carol got one. Uh, nice. And uh, oh, I was going to say Pelle Carol. You say what you like about the opposition, but Barry Hales played up front for Stevenage. Yeah. Now, That's before nice. we forget, we've got the big announcement yeah. from Reece. Right. About it. right. Financial fair um, play. You know the, uh, the the ruling of the Bosman rule? You know how that works. The, the free transfer ruling. where players can move on a free. Yep. But basically, yep. the agent that done that is heading a new... Uh, is lodging a complaint to UEFA and the EU because on the rulings about that, that he's going to lose earnings and that's against the EU... Uh-huh, rules yeah. basically yeah so what they're going to do is lodge a complaint and apparently uefa are pooing themselves and they'll say when well, the pill can take up to five to but six UEFA's years but uefa's got nothing to do with this no uefa the the head uefa are more important than fifa oh uh, yeah but what you've got to understand the financial fair play rules in the premier league are completely different to uefa ones no They've but it's going to be the new own, ones yeah but Premier League, <coughs> I've done a bit of research on this, yeah. have done their own rules which don't match UEFA. When they're independent, their own financial fair play, UEFA has got their own I rules. thought it was because if, uh, if they're um, playing in another European league as well, that it kind of Correct. So, overlaps. So some, you're right, there's overlap. If you play in the Champions League, mm. I think you've got to abide by I both. See. But you're right. The, the thing you're talking about is the, the European Union says you can't affect someone's trade. Yes. And if you affect someone's trade and they can't put bread into their mouths basically, and feed so. their children. Yeah. So Although what's that got to do about with Carol? Well, basically, because West Ham, if they're saying with the financial fair play and if they have to abide by the rules, won't be able to afford him. So if West Ham can go out of pocket a bit... So basically, what, what they're saying is some some agents might not earn millions of pounds. and they. But might he won angry. the Bosman rule in which everyone said there was no chance. Well, we'll follow that with interest. So yeah. So anyway, I know we're running out of time, but we want to quickly talk about our idea for uh, the black line, don't we? Yeah. Well, let's start for next week. I think next podcast. No, after the Reading game podcast, we should do the Mordred's podcast awards. Yeah. We need to think of some categories. We are going to we'll we'll make some. We'll put some categories, funny categories, we'll have the up on the Facebook page. Yeah. yeah? We have the you listeners agree? award. Uh, yeah. To be yeah. yeah I'm Things well. like more than more more most improved player. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Joey <laughs> O'Brien. We just give it to Joey O'Brien. He's won. We could call it the Joey O'Brien Award. I will award the Joey O'Brien Award to Joey O'Brien. But what we'll do is we'll put a little yeah. poll on the website, on yeah. the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash modest podcast, yeah. and listeners can vote. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this next Sunday, Reading yeah. at home. Last uh, season finale. If you're listening and you go, you're going to the game and you want to have a pre-match beer, we will be in the black line from one. So we'll be doing an outside broadcast. Yeah, I'll be having so a little recording wanna, thingy. If you want to talk to Sean, if you really want to, but if you, you know, it's his podcast. Assuming everyone knows where the black line is. Yeah. Um, Just you want to talk to Sean? Yeah, he'll yeah. be there, yeah, ready to talk to you. He loves yeah. it because it's his podcast. Or buy us a beer, or George buy you a beer. Yeah, I'll buy I'll buy a beer if they buy me a beer. Yeah, we'll be in the more than just a podcast bar. Uh, no, we, d- we tend to be out. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll be in the more than just podcast bar. We don't have our own bar. No, we'll be usually, if it's a nice day, we'll be in the garden or the back country room. But we'll talk about that on the next podcast. We've got yeah, to talk good point, about actually. our next game. But we're just warming people up with the idea to see if they can put it in their diary. You know, the yeah, diaries. I mean, tweet us or Facebook us if you're coming. Yeah. 
or we like. Can, we'll start a little guest Just list. Just so we can put out enough chairs. Yeah, we'll start a little guest list. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We'll cordon off our own little area. We can, we can make area. badges. <laughs> More than a, just a podcast, badges. How much are bouncers? We put stickers. Who <laughs> 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 we employ some bouncers? <laughs> so we put some badges and say, More than just a podcast, and everybody's name and go, Hello. And you Yeah, <laughs> hello, I'm. I mean, they have to write their name Keep, on when yeah. they come in. They're probably not that expensive yeah. to do. Though, we do might <laughs> free turn up. Everton away. Getting yes. back onto the running order. Uh, well, if Graham Moyes has is, is, is been confirmed as the Man United manager, then I think we can nick a win. Really? I think their hearts and heads His name's be David Moyes, by the way. Oh, is it? Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to go 2 1 West Ham. Mm-hmm. I'll go for a draw, 1 all. Mm. I'll, I'll go, go for a 2 0 loss. I've seen it 1 all. In a good way. I'm going to go for a uninspiring nil nil bore draw. Who's nil? We're already on our holidays. And I don't think we can. Nil Moyes. Although, I will say, what Sam said, and he's true, every extra point place we get is worth £800,000 next yeah, year. Exactly. Let's Absolutely. go, go, go. So Let's finish we ninth. can't get bigger than ninth, can we? Because no. it's too far away. But we can get ninth. Couldn't finish ninth. Like, uh, above Swansea? Swansea know. above us. Yeah, yeah. Swansea mm, yeah. won, didn't they, last night? Oh, yeah, of course they did. Uh, oh, they might well, be maybe not then. Maybe we were temp. Yeah, I think. We've got to make sure Stoke don't catch us. That's it, isn't it? Yeah, that's it. Thank you for listening to more than just a podcast podcast. 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 Uh, we'll be back next Monday, I guess, after the Everton game. Oh, yeah, Mondays again. And we'll speak to you all then. Thank you for listening. See ya. Come on, you irons. Bye. 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 Come on, you irons. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Bobby Moore, more than just a podcast. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.